0: welcome to dueling monkeys uh i'm here with my host steve and i'm your co-host tom and we will be joined later today with trevor once he gets a little bit of free time
1: once he stops monkeying around
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and today we will be going over some of our favorite video games.
1: Oh, real quick before we get started, do you wanna? We know we didn't have a pod the day after Christmas, or the New Year was it? Um, we just want to hope everybody had a good holidays. Whatever one you celebrate, we hope it was good. You could be with people you love, and thanks for those who have continued to listen.
0: Yes. Like, very, thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: And like Tom said, we're with us two, we're big video game guys. Tom, or I mean Trevor isn't. He does, but he's not as, I guess, he's, up to date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not as, uh, let's waste my entire paycheck on this, as we are.
1: I'm half a paycheck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as bad as I used to be.
1: See, till I got married, I never bought my own video game, so technically, I'm worse than I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I guess you went one way and I went the other. yeah,
1: so today we're gonna go uh do a top five list for both of us video games that we've both that we've both had multiple hours playing on and have enjoyed. Either recently or throughout time. So, mm-hmm. so, and uh, if we have time at the end, we'll throw in some honorable mentions. If Tom has those, I've got some.
0: Yeah, I definitely have some of
1: those. So, I think I think you'll be rather surprised at what I put on mine.
0: Well, I mean, I know you talk about Coden all the time.
1: The Coden. It's like my favorite series ever.
0: <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> um, you want to go back and forth? Yeah, we'll just go share five and five and go countdown. How's okay. that sound?
0: That sounds good to me. Uh, you want to go first?
1: I, I doubt we'll have any of the same. Because you, you like different styles than I like. Unless it's... There's one potential, I guess. One potential. I can start up my thinking about this. Um, really boggled my brain. I've got a whole list. Even my honorable mentions, I probably got twenty on there.
0: Yeah, um, it was a little hard to narrow it down to five ish.
1: Yeah, it was. It took me a couple days to actually sit and think what I really what really have impressed me through through my life. So my number five is Dark Cloud Two. Yes.
0: That's... I I I I can see that one. That one was definitely interesting. You play that one? Yes, I did. I'd played one and two. Two so was li- definitely where they fixed a lot of their issues from one.
1: Yeah, I like I like number one, but number two was quite entertaining there's so much to do in it that i mean you can just go out all, all sorts of directions with it for those who don't know dark cloud 2 you have two main characters um max is the main guy and then monica is a friend he finds but but what i really like about the game um you can get different weapons and you can customize them and build them and make them stronger throughout the game as you go through different maps. Uh, so in the first one, this is what I didn't like as much as I felt like you're always in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. The second one, you get to go through different maps like a forest. You do go through a water system like below the city. Cause you start the game in the city Max lives in. So you're trying to escape a, a evil, an evil jester that came to town and you're trying to escape him the city's waterways. Now another exciting thing about it is that the, the maps always change. So the first time you play it and you have to go back out and heal yourself, save your game, whatever, stop because you know life happens you load the game back up and go back to map 1 of 1 it's not the same as the first time you played it
0: mm-hmm, the random generating map that was yeah. one of the first, first times i remember ever uh, encountering that
1: yeah it was that that to me that's what made it fun because it it makes it unexpected
0: mm, it, it definitely gave a good re- replay value
1: yeah definitely and one of my other favorite features in it you can max is big into building like making things mechanically so he ends up getting a robot he actually named Steve <laughs> Steve yep Steve <laughs> so you can customize and you can make the Steve you can make his armor fancy you can give him like tank treads you can give him tires or legs he can have uh boxing gloves for weapons or cannons or guns. He can have any, he, he can have a lot. So you can, he's fully customizable, which I'm really impressed by. I think it's rather.
0: And I, if I remember right, this was on Nintendo 64. PS2. Was it PS2? I, I remember playing it on Nintendo 64 for some reason, but still PS2, that was a long
1: time ago. And it 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 showed up on PSN again, and I bought it. <laughs> yes, nostalgia. My, oh, another mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is you can get a weapon that's a golf club. So you could you get so far in the game and it unlocks this thing where it they tell you that there's time rifts in mm-hmm. every map, and it's called spheda, s p h e d a, mm-hmm. and you it's essentially playing golf. And you have to hit this golf ball into the time rift to turn it off to stop it. Weird. And so you have to hit it across whatever map you just played. And some of the maps is near impossible. So that, that gives you another reason to play a map again is that you wanna beat the SFIDA and get rid of that time rift. I mean, so the main the main just so we know the main antagonist in it is a guy, Emperor Griffin. He he hates humans and is trying to destroy human race. So that's who Max and Monica who are they're trying to get rid of and stop.
0: And I remember there was a lot of grinding. I'm not sure which yeah. one was which. I think it's been forever since I played it. But wasn't there like a codex of the monsters you fought? And it was like massive. It was almost as big as Pokemon. Uh,
1: that might be the second one. There's yeah, quite just... a, yeah, there's quite a an array of monsters you can fight through each map.
0: Yeah, it was always cool, like, oh, I gotta go find this super rare monster. Yeah, I wanna fight him and I wanna get the, the stuff that falls off from him.
1: Yeah, so that you can build help build your city. hmm Rebuild the city the Emperor Griffin took away. Which is really cool. Like the my favorite map was the tree, you go fight in the forest and you make a tree house. hmm A tree house map. And what else makes it kind of interesting is you have to put the houses in certain ways that it fulfills the map's needs
0: yeah like everyone's got like i want this next to the fountain i want this next to here i want yeah i want to I wake
1: up and see the sun and yeah so you don't have to put it in a precise spot you can put the fountain wherever you want on the map but that person wants to be by the fountain Or Mm -hmm. you can put the guy that wants to see the sun wherever he wants as long as he can see the sun.
0: Yeah, just the the checklist. It's kind of like a Sudoku for uh, map building.
1: Yeah. It's fun. And real quick, so people know, Monica's from the future and Griffin traveled back from the future to destroy the world from the past the past forward and Monica came from the future to help stopping. So that's kind of her background story. Mm. So what's your number five? Um, I, this one's a little hard.
0: So my five, just to put it on the list would probably be destiny. It would have been higher on the list, but since I stopped playing, because the DLCs became too, too much. Because I, mean, I mean there was a couple of the, the DLCs like too hard. No, it's just you paid $30 and they basically gave you a ring that was beatable within a day. So that like it wasn't worth paying 30 bucks every three months to keep up with the game.
1: So it needed it it's one of those DLCs it's like 5 to 10. dollars
0: oh, I, I mean honestly some of the maps they should have just given you for free.
1: <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Because they basically had D- DLC for day one on for Destiny 2. And yeah. like that's that's when I stopped playing is just it was it was too much too fast, and life started happening, and we would play eighty plus hours a week.
1: And can't just, do that when a kid shows up. <laughs> no,
0: you can't. I mean, you can, but you're you're neglecting your child. Yeah, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff with that one. There was a lot of a lot of fun times.
1: I know, uh-huh. I, know I got about half. What you gave me that for Christmas one year. And I got about halfway through the game, and then uh, my son showed up and I kind of abandoned it. But
0: yeah, and for everybody else, it's kind of a rehash of Halo just with more customizable characters.
1: Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. But like I said, son shows up and
0: oh, yeah, it takes up all your time, which is not a problem. And it's not like we're complaining about our children. Yeah,
1: now, yeah, but you just have to shift your focus.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: When I play video games now it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings.
0: Yeah, at four four and five o'clock and before anybody wakes up.
1: Yep. My son's getting into him but he likes all the Lego games.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Except for that split screen where it rotates. It kind of makes me sick every once in a while.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah, that camera's too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, you wanna go or you done or you wanna go for you want me to go for?
0: Uh I think um oh well the only thing, thing I had to add add was that um I also had a complaint about the the raids because before you could go solo and it would just be extra hard. But then uh Bungie um the owners of destiny thought that was like you need to socialize you need to socialize well I, what if i don't want to socialize uh, just make the the raid harder for me but they made it so you have to have six people for every single raid like you, everyone has to step on a pillar for a door to open
1: so like monster hunter
0: yeah it was just ridiculous
1: or pokemon go when you're doing a raid battle yeah, I just just
0: make it super hard for me. Like maybe I just want to be antisocial and I want to play your game. Like yeah,
1: I just want to sit in my basement with the lights off and play. I don't want to see anybody else.
0: I want to be the stalker, but uh, but a uh, video game version.
1: <laughs> you could be Trevor Stalker since he loves those. He wants one.
0: <laughs> Who said I'm not? <laughs> I'm just off my game.
1: Yeah, watch out, but- Trevor. <laughs> I know, but he still hasn't
0: noticed yet. Yeah, yeah
1: man. man. Go for your fourth. All right, number four. So I battled with this one because there's a few of them I really like. Mine's an Assassin's Creed game, but I chose Odyssey. That's the one set in Sparta. In Sparta, you're a Spartan. See, I really okay. love. The Ezio trilogy, but I feel like the Spartan one trumps it a little bit because the weapon selection is awesome. The weapons look awesome, like all of them, almost all of them do. That one, legendary ones, and they just like my son likes to watch watch me play it sometimes, and I've got a fire spear, and he loves that it catches people on fire.
0: Nice. I have yet to play that one. I have that one on my back burner, so I will definitely have to get that one to try.
1: Yeah, that's so that one's been out a while. I played uh, Valhalla before I played that one, and Valhalla is really fun too. The Odyssey is just the customize on it, the customization on it. I think the
0: biggest thing that I've heard that was bad about it was that it was just a little bit too big.
1: Yes. There's but a little bit
0: too much to do.
1: If you're into those games and that's your thing, that's it's awesome. It's great. But it, yeah, it, there's you can go into a town and there is there's half a dozen people that need you to do a do a task for them. Um I I get so immersed into upgrading my equipment my weapons, my armor, and all that, that I neglect my ship. So my ship's (laughs) still like level one, and I'm trying to fight level five bad guys, and I just get wasted, so I have to sneak around everything right now. But (laughs) That's pretty funny. But yeah, that, that one, you haven't played it. That one's definitely fun. It's fun to do the Spartan kick on people.
0: Yeah, that's what I remember from like when it first came out. Everybody was like, Yes, the, if you're going to upgrade anything, upgrade the Spartan kick and you can kick everybody.
1: Yeah, it's funny. They go flying, and it, it's, it's the fact that how hard you kick them and how, hard, how far they go flying is funny. I had a lion come after me and I kicked it in the face and it flew <clears throat> back like 30 feet. And I had to pause the game because it was just too funny. It was just <laughs> flailing through the sky. And I was like, that's awesome.
0: And it's like the, uh, I don't know if you ever played um, Skyrim and Oblivion and stuff like that, but they had a giant. And if he hit you just the right way, you would fly up mm-hmm. in, into the sky. I've and, seen uh, those
1: YouTube videos. <laughs> and
0: what's funny is they fixed it fixed that bug, and everyone complained that they fixed it, that they actually put it back in to, to appease the crowd, which is kind of funny.
1: I didn't know that. That's funny. That's actually one of my honorable mentions of Skyrim. Yeah,
0: I've, I've spent Oblivion, I think I spent six months every single day, about eight hours a day, playing that one getting everything and then when skyrim came out i'm like
1: uh i don't want to waste another six months of my life yeah it's not six months it's a years of your life <laughs>
2: yeah it, i think it, I, it I
1: updating it they keep updating it and they keep adding more to it it's like just make a new game
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i i rushed honestly i rushed through the story and then i was done
1: I did that the first time and I was like oh I didn't realize you, you know you go off to the side of the map and find everything else to do
0: oh yeah but I mean after oblivion getting the shadow guild the thieves guild the this guild this guild getting the like I'm I'm done closing every, <laughs> every single rift gate and fighting every single monster yeah I'm okay for a minute and that Can was you, probably like 10 years ago
1: give you a break
0: yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how long Skyrim's been out hasn't it's it been out forever
0: yeah it's definitely a hot minute
1: yeah they keep updating it
0: well I mean they make some money so I mean I don't blame them
1: yeah so number four for you
0: uh number four for me, I'm gonna have to say, and I just completed it recently, and I don't want to touch a from software again. A game again would be Bloodborne, but then I had to go buy The Elden Ring, which I'm just putting myself through punishment.
1: Yeah, see, I'm I haven't played Bloodborne, but I've heard it, it. It's really hard, but really fun.
0: So once you can level up a little bit. It may, definitely makes it a hundred times easier. Um, but like by the time I was finished running through it the third time, because there's three different endings and I, I'm a trophy whore. So I got a hundred percent, the platinum trophy on it. Nice. Um, uh, by the time I finished, I, my level character was 263 ish.
1: That's not very high.
0: I mean, they, uh, the level, um, experience the bloods that you need to upgrade get exponentially. So I think I was sitting at like four or five million bloods per level. Wow. And yeah, it, it, it was pretty ridiculous, but <laughs> I mean, Talk about the,
1: dedication, right?
0: Yeah, just sure or just masochism.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it it was definitely challenging. There was a lot of rage moments. Um, and I think the hardest part was they don't give you any, like any background, really no. Um, okay. So I, I didn't know I could heal for about two years. So I was trying and I only got to the second boss, and trying to do that without getting hit is insane. People can do it, but it's just insane. And then I finally learned I could heal, and then I could and then I started beating more and more bosses. But I guess there's little messengers on the ground that give you more information. But if you miss them, you miss them. Uh. So it's a little frustrating in that aspect.
1: You have to hit it at the right time to get it.
0: Yeah. But the I guess to say the bosses are beautifully made. Um, there are some really, uh, I'm trying to describe this without offending Trevor's mama. Um, they are, are very
1: sensitive ears.
0: Yes. Shoddy or very cheap um, bosses and or enemies. Um, There's like a giant pig that will just maul you and maul you and maul you and maul you. And at one point they put three of them together. Oh, (laughs) sounds frustrating. It is very frustrating, but it's also one of those times where you go against a boss and you just keep getting wailed on and wailed on and wailed on. You're like, you know what? I'm a little ticked off and you get, get it. And then you finally beat it. And you're like, yes. And you start flipping off the screen and you're like,
1: yes, I beat you. I'm not coming back.
0: (laughs) Uh Like I don't have to deal with you ever again. Woohoo! That's awesome. But yeah, it is definitely one of those high risk, high reward type of games. But that's what all of them have been. And my buddy got me all the the first, the Dark Souls from uh, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and so on. And uh, uh, I got to one point and I haven't touched them again because I got so frustrated. And now I have a little bit better sense of it with Bloodborne.
1: And now you got Elden Ring.
0: Yeah, which apparently is like Bloodborne on steroids.
1: I heard it depends on the character you pick.
0: Yes, so there's different builds that make things a lot easier. Like you can have a blood build, and it builds up and then gives somebody bleed. Um, Burning builds and stuff like that. Um, But I guess Bloodborne on its own is unique in the games is because you are a hunter so if you play aggressively you get a little bit more rewarded but if you play too aggressively it it uh definitely tells you that you're being too aggressive and then they take half your life away
1: oh see i I like to be the aggressor in games like
0: yeah, with the from softs you had like most of it is sword and board where you have to wait and wait and wait for an opening and then you attack.
1: Yeah, I like so like games like Assassin's Creed or mm-hmm. you know like that. I like to go. I don't or Soul Calibers like fighting games. I mm-hmm. always like to be the aggressor. I always hate having to defend.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of gets to the point where. Um, like you play a video game, you are the hero. You're gonna be unstoppable. Like, like I, I totally agree with you on that one. Like, I had to rethink how to play a video game with the From Software games.
1: But, but it's funny because the people there's people out there that love the to be the defensive style, and it's frustrating. They're the defensive style because it's like you can't hurt them no matter mm-hmm. what you're doing. <laughs> it gets frustrating. Why won't you just die? Yeah. <laughs> so with yeah. your number four and five, I'm getting more uh anxious to see what your number one was because I felt like one of those w- would have been your number one.
0: Yeah, well, honestly, it's an, an old school one. Mine
1: too. My next three year old school.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna start going back.
1: So but... number three of for me, sorry, you done?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I was just about to ask you if what your number three was.
1: Number three for me, um a lot of people probably have not heard of this game. It's called Dirge of Cerberus.
0: The Final Fantasy game?
1: Yeah, the stars Vincent from Final Fantasy VII.
0: Yes, sir. I liked where they switched.
1: The first-person shooter on that. Uh, So, a little bit about Dirge of Cerberus. Uh, The main antagonist (laughs) in Dirge of Cerberus is a a group called Deep Ground. Uh, They're an organization that creates a creature that they call Omega to destroy the planet and you're playing as Vincent to stop that. Now this was like the first game I played where you can select a difficulty level Mm. and play it. And I beat it on easy. I beat it on normal. I beat it on hard and I beat it on extreme that game. I loved that game. I still have it sitting around somewhere. It's in a storage bin. I can't play it, but I've got it. I, I okay. love that game. Like you can upgrade your guns with it. You you can get different powers to your guns. For the time it was on PlayStation Two,
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: So for the time, like it was, it was a very good looking game. Like it was done very well. I remember the the cover of the game was like holographic. Mm-hmm. So. Like it looked awesome. It it was enticing. You wanted to play it. And oh, yeah. I played it and I played the tar out of it on every difficulty I could and beat it on every difficulty.
0: <laughs> yes, it was it was very good and it was uh, it was definitely different from switching over to like Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9 and all those. And is going from a turn-based attack to full-on in the moment fighting style for a final fantasy and uh-huh. they did it. they did it very well
1: they did that game was to me one of a kind I, i'd like to see final fantasy do a style like that again follow a character a hidden character <laughs> through their introduction into you know, mainstream Final Fantasy.
0: Yes, I do wish they would have made more. I would have been playing a lot more Final Fantasy, honestly.
1: See, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. I just haven't played from... I haven't played 9 or 10. I played, I think it was 11. I've played 11. Mm -hmm. I haven't played any of the ones after that.
0: So I, I gave up on ten because I think within the first four hours, I think I played for fifteen minutes, the rest were cutscenes.
1: Oh yeah. That's the, that's that's Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I mean it's just kinda like I would like to play the game that you've made for me. I am like I'm the story is amazing. I still don't understand it, but the story's cool and all because there's a lot of flashing lights and I'm very easily distracted. But mm-hmm.
2: I'm like ooh, ooh pretty. Pretty.
0: pretty, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I I do. And then, for some odd reason, I loved Vincent and that red cloak, like, uh-huh. which will actually lead me into my third. When you're done, yeah, go for it. Um, mine will actually be for my third is actually a series, and it will be the Devil
1: May Cry series. Yes, yeah, so I I loved the fir- the first two. Those are my favorite I haven't played since but I like uh, the first two uh,
0: I want to say four I don't know I, I can't remember right now it's a little early for the both of us but the latest one I want to say is five four or five and I, I played I
1: think it's five
0: I, I want to say say this too and I've been playing that one and everything good about one and two is in five. And it's kind of cool because you play it once through and you get a little bit of everybody's character and then you play it through a second time and the story is completely different because you have to unlock certain aspects of it to do this. And it's kind of an interesting way how they do that. And they've done, done that a little bit with all of them. But just the fighting style and the fluidity of the fighting has always been my favorite with the the blade and the guns just back uh-huh. and forth and being able to turn into a demon is was like the coolest thing I've ever seen when the first one came out. I'm like, oh my god, this is cool. This is so revolutionary. I can be somebody that's evil.
1: And still fight somebody more evil.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, you're you're kind of like the that first anti-hero. Uh-huh. And then, now, I kind of like that, like I can do whatever I want, and there's no repercussions, but like it's still a linear game, but that's how I felt,
1: yeah, that game that game was fun, I played that, I played that a lot too,
0: yeah, that was one. a lot of wasted hours on that game,
1: wasted, <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, uh, you really didn't get anything material out of it except for a little bit of joy
1: yeah that that's video games for you. <laughs> yeah but yeah i I agree with you. those are fun. They did a uh, playstation did their version of uh, Smash Brothers and Dante that's his name. He was on it mm-hmm. playstation all stars or something like that oh, really? he was on it. He was my favorite character on that game to use. But yeah, it was just uh, PlayStation, Sony's version of uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, they just took the main characters from a bunch of video games and put them in a fighting style scene.
0: Yeah, I I vaguely remember it. Like for someone like the fighting games have never been like my favorite. Like they're cool, but I've always waited till they were on sale because same here they're, they're so limited. Because once you finish the story once you've basically seen everything Uh and then it's just fighting against people that have had it way longer than you have and and know all the moves and just whoop
1: you. Yeah, that's, well that's the difference with uh, the new Smash Brothers. Like, I love the Smash Brothers series. Those are just fun, but they have a story mode in it that I ended up rage quitting because there was a part on the map. I couldn't beat no Mm -hmm. matter what character I used, no matter how well I fought, I couldn't beat it. And it always drove me nuts. So I was like, I'm done. I'm done with smash brothers.
0: Yeah. I can definitely see that one. That's so as for some of the people, some of our listeners may not, well, most of our listeners probably don't know. um, I actually went to school to make video games for a living. Ooh. And the one, one of the things they were teaching you is that there has to be a balance except for the from soft games, because for some other reason they're just like, let's just make this as hard as possible. And everyone loves it for some reason, but there's always got to be a balance. And if you, if you frustrate your players, they're not going to want to play your game. That's just, that's just a simple fact
1: Mm mm-hmm but i I wonder if those those ones though they make them so difficult that it's a warm welcome from the standard balance i
0: think that's how it started off and now it's like a rite of passage like if you can beat this one you're in like the top whatever of video gamers
1: now try this one
0: <laughs> yeah, like no one can beat this one, and then they keep go like raising the stakes every single time. Like, I've seen people, like, I've watched a bunch of videos online how people can basically no hit all like go through these games, and it's really cool. But in Elden Ring, there's like almost no way not to get hit by something,
1: like, you have to.
0: Yeah, like, they, they have so many, che- like, cheap bosses and stuff like that that That's- it's just like, okay, well, w- what the hell am I supposed to do there? Like, I'm just uh, supposed to get hit and die? Okay.
1: I've heard with Elden Ring, well, just from what I've seen, it uh, seems like the most popular character is probably the samurai. Mm-hmm. Is what most people go for. I could be wrong. I've not played it, but every time I've seen, like, a YouTube video or somebody shows me a clip, somebody's always... They're always the samurai.
0: Yeah, and they use, like, where they... Uh, I forgot what it's called, but basically where they stab themselves and get a buff.
1: Oh. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the technical term for it.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, that I've I've seen that one quite a bit, like you said.
1: So to go into number two we already talked about this series mm-hmm. was uh mine's a final fantasy number two so the final fantasy systems are they're, they're numbered different between america and and japan or china or i forget where they're coming from i they're want
0: not, to say japan but i'm not 100 percent sure
1: that's what i think too um their number different so i think this is the number from japan is final fantasy 6 so final fantasy 6 is the one with kefka as the main antagonist in it okay uh you get the characters of like sabin and Locke and tara celeste richard um you, in order to get your like magic and stuff, you use an Esper system. Mm. Now, the Espers are like Ifrit and Shiva and Remu and you know, Odin and all the summons. Yeah, the summons. Yeah, really. the which, summons. Which
0: you're saying summons, and that was one thing in Final Fantasy I never understood. How are just a normal person summoning these gods? I never understood that. And yeah, maybe it, they, they explain, because they have the crystal. Yeah, but like, okay, I just pick up a crystal and now I can summon the god. Doesn't really make sense in a story aspect, but like maybe in the previous ones they explained it because I started at seven, which like most people did. But yeah, no, that I actually that
1: was started with the first one myself. But
0: r- yeah, well, that, I I haven't met many people that haven't started on seven.
1: It's. I've been a Final Fantasy fan since the get go. There's a, I think it's Final Fantasy Two in America is the only one I did not beat, mm-hmm. because I couldn't get past the first part, the very yeah. first part. You you walk around. You're I'm trying to remember. You're like in a, you're in a tower or a prison or something like that, and you end up falling down a hole, and you fight the ridiculously hard boss. He's so hard that you feel like you have to lose the match because you can't, you don't have any items to heal yourself. You have very sm- limited magic points, so you can't really heal yourself, and he hits you hard.
0: Yeah, and, then, and that's that's another thing that came came out around those times too, is that like, oh, at a certain point you have to lose because then you have then it goes along with the story and blah 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 blah. Yeah, I I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so that's what I thought. and That's nope, you have to beat the guy and I I tried like a dozen times like, "Eh, I'm done with that one." Yeah, Don't we'll play with that one.
0: Yeah, but that that's that's kind of what I was was saying earlier. If you make it too hard, you're just going to have people rage quit on you.
1: Mhm. That's why I like the uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy 6. You use those those summons. You, you you equip it to a person and that teaches you The the Esper essentially teaches you the magic it knows. That's cool. The abilities that it knows. So you can give it to every single person, but some people are stronger with other Espers than others are.
0: So they're more like uh, in tune with the abilities.
1: Yeah. It's like you got people that are naturally magic casters. Mm -hmm. So putting fire spells... Like the one, like Ifrit, putting, you know, like them that can cast fire and that easily and more powerful you want to give to them. Yes. Even though the dudes that are more fighters can still learn it too. They're just, you know, not as strong with it. Another thing I liked about that Final Fantasy was you end up going to, you know, another, another, another Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they call it. It's been a long time since I played it, but they put a Colosseum in it. And you can go and wager um, weapons or items. So you can go in and put like a... So you put like a... A claw or a sword up. You pick your character you want to fight, and it picks a character for you to fight. And if you beat the guy, you get what that guy wagered. Nice. And... So you end up having to, at the time, you have to get the book, So the video game help book, so you know what you can wager to get what item you want, because you end up getting to the point where um, you're wagering something big, and you're fighting this dude that only puts up a potion. Yeah, that's not annoying. So you end up doing that. And then, you know, when the Internet comes around, you can just go print the page off the Internet. But
0: yeah, that's what I was about to say is like, for those who don't remember, before the Internet existed, you had to go get the Prima book that gave you a step by step. And these things were like, I'd say depends on which one you were. It was anywhere from a magazine up to almost a Bible size like it was it was ridiculous how much information was in some of these games.
1: Yeah, that yeah, the bigger the game, the bigger the book. Mhm. So well, yeah, you'd go some of the best weapons you could get come out of the Colosseum. So this is this is the funny part about the Colosseum. You you can end up wagering a big time item and you'd end up getting stuck against like this pink flirt it looks like a fl, kind of like a fire and he has an attack called a sneeze and he just sneezes you off the map and you lose what yeah he sneezes and shoots this ball of like snot and you get taken out of the match there's no way to beat this guy it's just it it it's frustrating when you're trying to get an item and you see that guy you're like fudge I'm not beating this guy <laughs> yeah
0: And while you're waiting for the the match to start, please not that guy, please not that guy, please not that guy, please not
1: that guy. That's if you don't have the book or went on the internet (coughs) to print it, so it's all a mystery who you're going to get as a a guy to fight, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that was funny.
0: Yeah, that was definitely frustrating.
1: So into year number two?
0: Um... I, I think my number two will have to go into um, kind of the going a little bit around Skyrim and stuff like that at the time would be the fallouts uh, fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas that was that was kind of one of those good ones where it was very open world and you could choose your alliance choose to blow up a town or not and choose evil versus good and all that other stuff. So
1: what's what's the setting of Fallout, isn't it like after a yes, nuclear bomb or something like that? Yeah, so the premise is
0: is that that everyone is goes into these vaults because um I can't it's like the Soviet Union the era where all the, the the nukes were coming out and stuff like that, and so everyone was afraid of it, and everyone went into these vaults. Well, what the, they didn't realize is that the these vaults made by Vault Tech were all um, basically science experiment, uh experiments. And you play the people that are from like the want the. I can't think of the scientific term for it, but basically where they didn't do anything to this vault. This was the the standard and everything else was um, experimented on. Like they had one where they had it. So one of them leaked through. They had another one where everyone turned into these giant mutants and the ghouls and stuff like that. Um, so it's post-apocalyptic after you come out of the vault.
1: Okay. I've seen, like, I've seen my brother, he's big into games, I've seen him play it, but I've never played it myself.
0: It, like, if you pick up one, either do three or New Vegas, because honestly, when they start becoming the same thing, and they rehash almost every mission... Like when I went to four, I quit halfway through because I'm like, I've already played this. Like I've already done this in three. The only thing that you guys have added on to is making it. So I have to make a town and make people happy, which is takes so much time and so much effort. That's not even worth it. But there's a good two or 300 missions that you can do.
1: Well, in the game for a while.
0: Yeah and then but it uh, also it changes the story based on your choices in the game like there's one point where you go to a casino and they want you to basically bomb a town near near it or you can save it you can dismantle the bomb and it's kind of interesting because I've done both ways. It pisses the people off in the casino and they hate you if you dismantle the bomb. But if you have it go off, you basically are in the penthouse with the owner of the casino and you watch the town explode with a nuclear bomb.
1: So I feel like that's what I would do. I'd pick the bomb first.
0: And, and yeah. It's just kind of one of those things. And some sometimes the choices aren't so clear and they make huge ripple effects.
1: <laughs> I like games that are like that. They give you the choice, and whatever choice changes the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. I like I mm-hmm. like those.
0: I think one of the first times I ever dealt with that was actually the Fable series.
1: That's yeah. I I like Fable. That's one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it would be one of mine as well.
1: I, um, I didn't play the third, but I heard enough about the third that I didn't want to play it.
0: Uh, honestly, I loved it. I mean, but I also like started my money making early, early, early. So yeah. by the by the time the the darkness or the cloud or whatever the, whatever you want to call it came, I already had enough money in my treasury. So no, nobody was saved, and it was kind of. Irritating because I was trying to go evil And that instantly turned me good
1: That's (laughs) That's funny That's frustrating but funny Is it like the second one Where you could just eat a chick and get a bad point
0: You could but you'd have to Eat like a thousand or a couple thousand Of them to Uh, even make, make A dent like I raised My rent on everybody And it still didn't make me evil
1: That's funny Raised your rent, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, so recap before I hit number one. My number five, if you're just joining in, was Dark Cloud 2. My number four was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number three was Dirge of Cerberus. Number two was Final Fantasy Six. And my number one, Tom guessed it, is as a series, But If I have to pinpoint one game, it's the second one. Now, the second one is, it's a, I don't know where to even start describing the game. The game is, has 108 playable characters. Yes, 108 playable characters. You
0: and and to to recap on this one, this was like PlayStation One or PlayStation Two, right?
1: It was PlayStation two the so first, the first long, one the first one was on PlayStation One, and this one came out on PlayStation Two,
0: which is what almost twenty years right
1: yeah and i there's there's a fan page on social media that has been trying really hard to get. The creators to put it on the current PlayStation Network but they don't want to redo the game to where you have to get trophies mm. because that's what I guess one of the requirements for the new PSN is that it has to have a trophy system
0: yes and but but the the thing is is some of them I feel the same way as they do and they're like oh complete the game complete the game with all characters yeah or like, like uh, achieving all characters and then you're done. Like you don't have to put any on it.
1: Yeah. It doesn't have to be very hard. It's like, okay, you got a trophy for getting 20 characters. You got a trophy for 40, got a trophy yeah, for 60 and so on. But there are so many ways you can play the game. You can go an all out physical team and all your dudes are really strong, heavy attack, strong, heavy defense but that also doesn't come in handy because you fight dudes that are really strong at magic and your heavy defense won't block magic. So it's nice to have a good balance mm. of every kind of character.
0: Yeah, so you don't come up against a team where it just like wipes you because you you're the the weak point on their their attacks.
1: Uh-huh. So it's like any other role-playing game where you need to have at least a healer in the group. You need at least a magic person or two in the group and then a few physical attackers or ones that are uh, good at both. And when you're, it's a turn-based attack system, but you get six characters in your group. And now some of the some of the groups you can get are interesting because they they can pair together and do a team attack. So, like the main character, he has a sister and a best friend. Um, he can do a team attack with each each one individually, mm-hmm. and they're both different attacks. Like him and his best friend will do a, an attack that hits everybody on the. On the enemy side, um, him and his sister does one that will hit one a single character really hard. but mm. so that that's part of the game is it's you and your best friend are part of a an army. It's called the, it's the youth army. It's the they call them the unicorn brigade, <laughs> and essentially to set it up is. They're out trying to stop the, essentially, the rebels. The They're trying to stop them and put a, you know, they want the Empire to rule. And they're, they're actually trying to get a peace treaty at the start of the game. And the Empire doesn't want to have a peace treaty. So they stage a scene to essentially kill and hurt the Unicorn Brigade. Hmm. And you and your friend find that out and you escape and run. So you're two of the only survivors of this attack that they look like came from the rebels or the state. So they're trying to make it this war go on more. Essentially, you get in further and your best friend betrays you and turns to the Empire while you're fighting for the state. Mm-hmm. And you end up fighting each other later down. no, you don't fight each other, but you 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 battle like you battle his army and your army mm-hmm. and later he helps you fight another guy. Your best friend comes back later in the game and helps you fight another dude but you're you end up fighting um a dude with this it's called the beast rune, and he tur you in order to get the true power of the beast rune you need a blood sacrifice. So the guy gives a blood sacrifice and summons this huge three headed wolf. But basically game,
0: like Cerberus.
1: Yeah. So the the magic system in the game is based on runes. The game has twenty seven true runes, which are higher magic. In some cases, only certain people can hold that rune, and for like lesser magic, they have lesser runes that almost anybody can have and um one of my favorite points in the game, and this is what my wife likes when I play it is you can hi- you can recruit a cook or a chef and uh the chef has challengers. Once you get your own castle, he'll get a cha- challengers that come and challenge him to a cooking contest. <laughs> so throughout the game, you can find recipes in, the, in towns or you can find them on monsters, bad guys that you fight just on the map. They'll drop recipes or, and whatnot. And you want to build up your recipes. And when somebody comes to challenge you, you do a cook-off. You create an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert. And it gets four random dudes that are out of your castle to be the judges. And this is what's funny is because they all have different tastes.
0: Interesting. So you're
1: always cooking something different. One thing that you get the highest grades on the next time you have a cooking contest isn't going to get you high grades. So it's just interesting, that aspect, that you got to think about cooking
0: yeah seems like a very intensive game
1: yeah it's there's there's a lot to do with it. It was very generational like it started a lot it it does a lot and it uh there's also a once you get your castle you can do like this climbing game where you roll a dice and climb up a rope and whoever gets to the top of the rope wins whatever prize nice and The battle system in it is cool. They have uh, where you can do one-on-one. Which is... You have to interpret what... The enemy is saying... In order for you to do your attack. So if he he says something more aggressive... You want to defend... Because that ends up letting you dodge his attack. And then you get to hurt him. Or if he says something like, like... Oh yeah, that doesn't seem as aggressive then you want to do your your really aggressive attack they call it a wild attack cuz that'll do the most damage to him but if it mm-hmm. sounds like he he gives you a defensive statement you don't want to do your crazy attack because he'll just dodge it and hit you back
0: yeah we but, just waste waste it
1: yeah and then they have a an army battle system on it so it's your army versus the the state army versus the empire army, mm-hmm. and it's so this is where the hundred and eight characters come in because they act as generals, and some of the some of them are are stronger. So each you get so many troops, you get so many spots to put generals out. Some of them are stronger, so you want to go into your general system there's a lady that helps you her name's Apple she helps you set up your battle scenes and your scenarios and all that and uh, you can appoint a general and then appoint two under him to or her to help them be stronger and mm-hmm. then you have the turn based fighting so I mean it's there's a lot to do in the game for as simple of a game as it is it's really complex
0: yeah it definitely, definitely sounds like it.
1: But that's how that's how all of the Codons are. They start getting to the point where, um, like you said with Bloodborne, if you don't do a certain thing at one point in the game, you'll miss a character to recruit them and you can't get them again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a very, very, very frustrating, especially when you've put so many hours into a game and... You're almost finished, and you miss the one
1: dude. You're like, oh, what? No, I have to start mm-hmm. all over. And they put it right in the middle of the game. So mm-hmm. you have to pit play at least half the game to get this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely frustrating.
1: Frustrating, but it, it's fun to do. If you're into that series, it's really, really fun, so... Yeah, and I had never heard of it until you. So the exciting thing uh, how I told you about, yeah, it's not a huge game. They didn't it's not very popular, but it uh they only made so many copies of the game phys- like, physical copies of it. So if you find one, it's usually a good chunk of money to buy it. But um they the social media group they eventually now have a new game called, I'm going to slaughter the name, but it comes out later this year. It's Iryuden Chronicles. It's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's just done a little different. Mm-hmm. But they have that coming out and people are, the fan base is just ecstatic about it. So.
0: Yeah, that's always good, to, especially if you have a fan base, to make them happy because that's that, like we always like, that pays your bills. Uh huh. Make make people happy.
1: But I think it's coming out on all systems too. So if you want to try iReuton Chronicles, I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's out on every system. So yeah.
0: yeah, you'll have to let me know when it comes out and I'll look for it and I'll try it out.
1: They have a, so they have a, I think it comes out in October is what I last saw, but they they, oh. they released a, pre, a pre-game mm-hmm. that you can only get on um, PSN or through PSN or online, and it's just like an introduction to the main game. Okay. But you can go in the game like it's interesting. You can, you can make a potion and name it. And if you have this and you name the potion, when you get the main game, that potion will show up with the name that you gave it. That's cool. Something simple, but something that's kind of cool and makes it more personal. But oh, yeah. yeah, you can go buy the pre game. You can go buy the pre version of it before uh, the main one, kind of get a feel for it.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I have to look at it.
1: I think I think it was only like ten or ten bucks or fifteen, something like that. It wasn't very much, but
0: yeah, definitely better than paying the new seventy dollars for all these new games.
1: Well, that's probably how it's going to be when it comes out, but the main I do... the main title.
0: Yeah, I do like the games that are like, oh, since you helped us with our beta or you helped us to you get a big big discount and stuff like that. So that's that's always cool too because they recognize who helps them out.
1: hmm Yeah. So I have a feeling now I might know what your number one is.
0: What what are you thinking?
1: Borderlands.
0: No, but that is a that is a very good guess because that is definitely one of those higher ones up there. And that is definitely a good honorable mention is the Borderlands series. Um, honestly, I, I, I would recap, but I'm, I already forgot what my, my list was. I know I had Borderlands. The no, Devil you, had, Ma- you
1: had Bloodborne. Destiny. Destiny.
0: Uh, the uh, Devil May Cry series. And I don't remember what the number two was. I've already forgot.
1: I just have to go back and listen. I forgot to.
0: <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. The, the the everybody already knows. They they listen to it. If not, I'm sorry. I apologize. My memory is shot, and has been for a while. It's early morning. Yes, that does not help either. But my my first one, and honestly, it's because I've I've been enthralled with it. But the God of War series the, the newer ones with the Ragnarok
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just, I, I love it. It's, it's got good flow. It's amazing graphics, like the fur on the coat on his shoulder pads and stuff like that. Look real. It's, it's fantastic. And there's no like jump between cut scenes and play. Like it flawlessly goes in between. And just the the story, and I've always loved North Norse mythology, and so it just makes it all that much better that they they played with it with the Jotunheim and uh, Jormungandr, with the the serpent, the world serpent. It's just amazing.
1: I've only played the first one. I haven't played any of them after.
0: I, I just barely started playing the second one and it, it just it's a continuation of the the first one and it's it's amazing.
1: Isn't that how all of them are? is just a continuation on of the one prior?
0: Well, it was until the new the new ones for the new systems. there was a giant gap and it's cool because they like, okay, well, I've been in not so much hiding, but I'm was tired of war he wanted to make his family and that's when you come in with the the first god of war for the the newer systems where it was more the Norse mythology instead of the Greek pantheon
1: okay you have your son with you yeah boy or Treus.
0: and then you find out that his name is actually loki oh so ru- ruined that for you
1: thanks you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people love that video game. I, I never would have guessed that is your number one though. Yeah, I've
0: I mean I've always liked Kratos and but I've always liked that type of game. That's why I've always liked Devil May Cry. It's that fluidity of just fighting.
1: There's no pause.
0: Yeah, it's it's just go, 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 go and watch watch your back at the same time, which is a pain in the butt.
1: Yeah. Those games are fun. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm more RPG style, but yeah, those games are fun.
0: Um, and, but uh, yeah, so that brings us into our honorable mentions, and I actually have a one for RPG.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I would don't know what I'd guess.
0: Uh, Super Mario or oh. or Mario RPG was one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, that game was good. That game was really good. I forgot about that till you just said that. That I'll have to put that in mind.
0: Yeah, but that that one was probably one of my favorite RPGs. That one and uh, Legend of Dragoon.
1: Oh, I haven't heard that title in a long time.
0: Yeah, that that was that was one of the crazier ones. It had seven <laughs> seven discs of play. It was ridiculous.
1: I remember that. That was back in the day where the more discs it had, the the better the game was. Uh huh. Because wasn't Final Fantasy Seven? It was four, four or five. Yep. And Legend of Dragoon came out. and well, you've got seven.
0: Yeah, like oh, and we're like, oh, this is going to be so amazing, so amazing. It was mm-hmm. good, except for like halfway through a battle. Please change discs. <laughs> Gosh dang it! <laughs>
1: yeah, like in the middle of a battle, really. So, a couple of my honorable mentions I already went over was the Ezio trilogy of Assassin's Creed. Agreed. That's AC AC Two Brotherhood and Revelations. Those on that was that was almost in my top five. That was really close. Really Which a lot of
0: a lot of people hated Brotherhood.
1: I loved I loved all of them. I thought they all fit together. I really I enjoyed all of them personally.
0: I think the only only Assassin's Creed I did not like was I want to say it was three where you were uh, the the Civil War the Native American kid. yeah that I,
1: one, that, one can't was, that one I felt like was just slammed together and said here you go here's the game.
0: Yeah. And without any thought process to it. Yes. Yeah. I-
1: and then Valhalla was my other. I put that one on there too. That one was really fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, Breath of Fire. All the Breath and Fire. Breath of Fires. One, two, and three. Mm. Number four I couldn't get into, but the first three. Uh Skyrim.
0: Yeah, the the Elden Elden Ring or Elden Scrolls, Elder Scrolls series stuff. Yes, I I, I like all of them so far.
1: Um, Fable one and two. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Kingdoms of Kingdoms of Amalur. I'll let you answer that. That's Trevor. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard of Kingdoms of Amalur.
0: Uh Uh-uh, I have not.
1: It's like, it's kind of like a fable-y kind of game. Um, You pick a character, you can be a mage or a warrior or a rogue or something along those lines. And it's, kind of fable style it it reminds me of fable just different company i forget yeah. the company name but i guess the people that created kingdoms of amalur went on went out of business and they a couple years ago a
2: uh,
1: couple years ago um they re-released it with some new dlc And that was fun. They added new weapons into it. They added a new worlds to go to in it. But Mm. that one's pretty fun. Uh, Borderlands 2, that was my favorite of all the Borderlands.
0: Uh, I would say I like all Borderlands 2 was good. I do like the new Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That one's definitely... Really, I like it a lot because it incorporated the Dungeons & Dragons, which I've just barely gotten into. Um, one of mine would be the... Uh, I I want to say this is, is the Darksiders where 1, 2, and 3 so far. Yeah. With War, Death, and Fury at this point. Uh, the Four Horsemen. And they're supposed to be doing Pestilence. Yeah, I think that, that, that one came out, but I haven't played it yet.
1: Okay. I I did. I liked all the Borderlands, but two, if I picked one, was my favorite. Mm. And then Final Fantasy Four. That's the one with uh Cecil where you start as a Dark Knight and turns into a paladin. Um another character is Rydia, she's a su summoner. She mm-hmm. can summon the you know, Raymu and E and all that. Then you got a dragoon named Kane. Uh you get to go on the to the moon on it. Uh you go underground in it. Mm-hmm. That game's a big game and it it's really fun. But my ones that if I didn't pick Dark Cloud 2 would have been the Tales of games. Yeah. Like Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Berseria in those. Yeah. I love I love those style of games.
0: They're they're definitely interesting one of the newer types of games that have come out which is kind of interesting because
1: well they've uh, actually uh, been around for a while. They've been around since PlayStation 1.
0: Oh, well, have they? I, I I've just barely started realizing them um because like with uh
1: or PS2 one it, it's 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 an older game.
0: Um, some of the newer ones that they've been doing with the the horror the horror or genres where you the pick your own story.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, so those have been pretty interesting. Um, I'd have to go with some honorable mentions with uh, old school like the Ninja Turtles Turtles in time.
1: Yes, that that game's fun.
0: I think um, they just
1: put that on PSN, didn't they? They put yeah, one yeah. of those on there. My son loves it.
0: Yeah, I just got the the collection and then they created a new one, the Shredder's Revenge. And we got I got that one for Christmas and got I, a, think
1: I played that one.
0: Yeah, it's brand new. I've already beat it like four or five times.
1: Nice. Speaking of that style, remember the Simpsons game?
0: Yes, I do, and I remember how hard that one was,
1: yeah, you needed two you needed two or more people to beat it
0: that or the you remember a game genie
1: yeah, I remember those
0: <laughs> that was that was old.
1: I remember getting a game genie and you go and plug your code in, and like you could just run through games,
0: mm hmm I feel like at a certain point we kind of like relied too heavily on them. Uh But going back and playing some of the older regular NES games and that like era, we were used to be a lot better at video games, or they've just made them so they're much easier nowadays.
1: I think it's both (laughs) because some of those old games are hard.
0: Yeah. There was, there was one that I played that was called uh, 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 Uninvited, I want to say. Yeah. And it was a horror game, but you had to like go around the haunted house and you only had like an hour to do it. And if you didn't find it and find a way out, you ended up dying oh. inside the house. Nice. Yeah, it was very, very hard, very, very frustrating.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a Game Genie game.
0: Yeah. But I don't think it was <laughs> – I think it was so off-key off, off key and off-brand that I don't even think it was on the Game Genie.
1: I'm going to throw one more in before we end. Um, it's a sports game because I haven't got one of those. I like some of the sports games, but this one is the one that stood out the most. It was was uh, NBA Courtside. It was on GameCube.
2: Mm.
1: And those that don't know GameCube That came out Um, That came out And uh, Those discs were like tiny They were just yeah. little discs The micro uh, discs. M- Yeah Easy to lose yeah. <laughs> NBA courtside For those of you don't know Has Kobe Bryant on the front of it He's dunking the ball but what I really liked about it is you could do a full-on draft. You could start with whatever franchise team you wanted and do a full-on draft and pick your own team and run through a season with it. And if you wanted to keep it, you could keep going. And that was my favorite part of it.
0: Yeah, I I think my, my end, I will also end on a uh, sports one between uh, Rocket League, which everybody's into, and um, the uh, basketball game NBA Street.
1: Oh yeah, that one's fun too.
0: And I th- I think that one was just more fun just because you could foul, and you and you could do it a bunch of times until they actually called you on it, and then you had to, and then you got your player kicked off the game, which was kind of funny.
1: That's awesome. I don't take you for a sports game player, but that's a good one to come in with.
0: The, I I play very very few because it's kind of like the fighting game. It's the same thing over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, it's it's that. And if you really want to get into it, it's uh, you want to make it a challenge. You got to pick a team that's not good.
0: Mm-hmm. Or the the other sports ones. I don't know if you would call that sports or fighting, but the like the the knockout where you're the boxers. Oh yeah, that one. Those ones are interesting.
1: Mike Tyson's Punch Out. That game was fun too.
0: Yeah, where you had the first person, and you were trying to punch and dodge at the same time.
1: Yeah, those were fun games. Hmm. Uh Trevor couldn't join us. He's having a problem with the link. So, sorry for those who are looking forward to Trevor. We'll get him in on the next pod. Hmm. And we just we... got off of work and showed up, but he's having a hard time getting on it. So,
0: but we appreciate all of your. Uh, listening and your support and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts um and we're um, ho-
1: hoping for a big year we're working on getting the social media out there and try to get you guys all guys and gals all included in on it
0: yes and i'm also working on some art that we will hopefully be putting on some merch and I'll, also opening a Patreon and hoping that uh, we can get some people wearing our merch and seeing them out out and about.
1: Yep, we're hoping for a big year, and it'll be all you guys there helping us, and we appreciate you. Love you all.
0: Yep, yep. love you, and have a good day or night.
1: Yep, ha- have a good one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, we'll talk to you later, Tom.
0: Okay, see you, bud.
1: All right, bye.
0: Bye.